Hey, Tyler. Yeah, Emma? I know we usually do five best and five worst episodes after each season, but this series only has 10 episodes. Okay, and? Well, we already gave each episode a rating, so I'm not sure why we would need to do them all over again. Well, we don't do all of them. We only do five of them. Right, but if we do five best and five worst, that's 10 episodes, and there's only 10 in the series. Yeah, but we split them up into two episodes. Yeah, totally. But then we're still talking about every single episode in the series all over again. But today we're only talking about the five best episodes. Yes, but then after that we'll do five worst, and then by that point we'll have talked about every episode. Oh, okay. I get what you mean. So hear me out. Maybe we just do top three best and top three worst? Yeah, I think that sounds like a great idea. You know, I mean, while we're at it, since there's a smaller number, maybe we can just combine them into one episode? (gasps) That sounds perfect to me. I'm Emma Meyer. And I'm Tyler Strandberg. And you're listening to Keyframe Reframe. On this podcast, we watch the Cartoon Network show Over the Garden Wall and analyze the plot themes and characters. At the end of each episode, we'll talk about who our favorite character was and give the episode a rating on a scale of 1 to 10. You're listening to Keyframe Reframe. So as we discussed, gracefully discussed, very, you know, casually introduced, mm-hmm. we're doing things a little bit different and we are just combining our best and worst into this one episode and we're only going to be doing top three of each. Mm-hmm. You know, usually Emma too, we start off with best and then do worst second, but I think the more fun part is hearing what we love about this series So on this episode, let's start with worst and then go into best. Done. Totally agree. I'm with you. (laughs) So you are first. Emma, what is your number three worst episode? Okay. I will preface by saying that I love the characters in the episode, but my ranking for this comes because I wish that more things happened in the plot itself. So this episode for me was Mad Love the Quincy Endicott, the Marjorie Gray, yeah. Okay, interesting. So I said this because it seemed like it was built as a weird catalyst to, of course, include John Cleese, um, but also kind of set it up so Beatrice and Wirt could just talk about Sarah. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, as we discussed in the the last episode, there are literary reasons why this episode was set up the way that it was, but Mm -hmm. in terms of a singular episode, I just wish more would have happened. I understand that. I liked Mad Love. How okay. dare you? Okay, well, <laughs> no, I guess that's what makes us such good hosts. We don't always agree with no, each other. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually like very curious to see how much our lists line up with each other. Yeah, I'm interested too. Okay, so what did you rank as your... Okay, so I'm just going to rip the band-aid off. My number three is Hard Times with the Huskin Bee. <gasps> and I feel so bad about it because I actually really like this episode, but it's just like, I like the other ones okay. more. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, it was, like, pretty hard. I mean, the only other episode that I could think of was the Songs of the Dark Lantern that might go here. But, like, I really, really liked the songs in that episode. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. this one kind of just had to bite the bullet and get the number three on my list. Okay. It's not that that I don't like this episode. I do. It's just just not a standout to me. Okay, well, I am taking that personally. Oh my um, God, I know so you, you gave you this episode have a 10 out of 10, opinion. and I'm so sorry. Fine. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Number two. So for me, I chose the Old Grist Mill. 
Interesting. So honestly, this was closer with Mad Love. And again, I'll preface that none of these episodes in Over the Garden Wall are net bad, but I don't feel super attached to anything that happens in this episode. And you talked about this in our series recap too, but like a lot of people walk into this first episode and are like, what the hell? Yeah. And again, that's kind of the point, right? Like things I, are supposed to unravel, right. but I had to I had to rank it where it was. I literally watched this um, with a friend of mine this week mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, I want to get him introduced to Over the Garden Wall. Mm-hmm. And he fell asleep halfway through the episode. No! Yes! It's I was, only 10 minutes! I know! <laughs> well, this was after we had like already gone out. We were like hanging out at his place afterwards. So like he was kind of tired and I don't blame him. Sure. But still, how dare he... Anyway, did you have anything else you want to say about that? I'm no. sorry I cut you off with no, my own not personal at all. experience. What did you No, 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 not at all. What did you rank? So, um my number 2 worst episode is Lullaby and Frogland. It's mm. no secret I don't like this episode. Yeah. Um I hate how it's like weirdly two combined into one. Mm -hmm. And I think that it really, really suffers because of that. Mm. I think it really suffers by the fact that both of these stories that are kind of wedged into this one episode don't get fully fleshed out. They're just kind of like half-baked. I would say that The Frogs is like about 75% baked and Adelaide is like maybe 10%. Like we see her for like a minute and that's it. And I just, I think she deserves more than that, especially because like she is what they were built up to this entire time. Yeah. I totally hear what you're saying. And I also know that you are very grossed out by like the frogs. I hate those tadpoles. Like (laughs) they're stepping on them and it's like, those are babies. Like, ugh, I get weird vibes from this. That's fair. I did not mention that episode in any of my rankings. You know, I think the reason why I like that episode, and we talked about this in this episode of the podcast, Mm -hmm. but I think there is still good character development that happens in it. But overall, I I agree with what you say. Right. So. Number one, I think. We've already talked about this I think we're going to agree. (laughs) So my least favorite episode in this whole series, and I will not talk about it for a long time, but it is Ringing of the Bell. The romance makes me so upset between Lorna and Wirt, and I won't elaborate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I mean, like, it is a touching story, but for me, this is, like, less connected and developed. I mean, and what I mean by that is, like, the relationship between Lorna and Auntie Whispers feels underdeveloped to me, um, even though, again, it is touching. The whole series is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like, comparing that to the relationship between, for example, the woodsman and his daughter, who are only on screen together for, like, two minutes, mm-hmm. it just, a lot of the episode yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. So yeah. I had to rank it as my least favorite. No, I think that's a great comparison, too, because you know exactly what the woodsman's relationship to his daughter is and how important they are to each other. But, like, as soon as the demon leaves Lorna, mm-hmm. like, Auntie Whispers is like, well, you don't need me anymore. And she's like, oh, Auntie Whispers, I could never leave you. And it's like, why? Like, yeah. what is your connection with each other? Why yeah. do you feel like you need to stay? Yeah, and you I know? feel like in other characters that we meet, you know, especially as we elaborated on in like our series wrap up in each of the individual episodes, like there are characters that have relationships with each other in each of these episodes that we can get attached to. And this is the only one where I'm like, I just don't think I care that yeah. much. 
But I digress. Yeah. No. Okay. So my number worst was also the ringing of the bell. Mm-hmm. Like it is agreed. We do not like this episode. Yep. yep. And that's um, okay if you do. We just don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a personal ranking for a reason. Yep. So this is what bothers me. Hashtag free Lorna. Um, oh my God. <laughs> Auntie Whisper is like kind of sucks. Like I mm-hmm. hate how she's like, she's literally just like keeping Lorna possessed so that she's not lonely anymore. And I'm like, that's really abusive and manipulative. Yeah. And like this whole, like, you know, I do this for you. Like, mm-hmm. okay, that's gaslighty. I don't mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. Um, Wart is ready to just turn his back on Sarah uh-huh. for Lorna. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not happy about uh-huh. that. That is, this is not a fun time. I do not enjoy this episode. Yep. Totally. So back in either our ninth or tenth episode, mm-hmm. I think it was our ninth episode, we discussed if we should rank Greg's frogs' names. Yes. So now is the time where we are going to do that. Yes. Do you want to go first? Yes. Or, okay. I also want to know how you ranked them. Like, okay. Um, should I go best to worst or worst to best? I think worst to best. Okay, perfect. Well, my least favorite name was Jason Funderburker. Okay. And I know that's the one we land on, but I think part of it has to do with the fact that I screw up saying it every single time. Yeah, okay. So number 10 is Jason Funderburker, then Greg Jr., Wart, and then slash Wart Jr., Ronald, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, Kitty, and then my top three favorites are Skipper, Dr. Cucumber, mm-hmm. and my favorite is Mr. President. <laughs> I love that. I uh, I think Dr. Cucumber and President Mr. President are names that I could probably name an animal in real life. Yes. Can you imagine having a cat named Mr. President? I kind of am obsessed with that. <laughs> so did you rank these in like what a best name for a frog would be or like for a pet? No, I ranked them as my favorite for Greg's frog. Okay, cool. What did you rank them as? I I also ranked them in like what I think a good name for a frog would be. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I and that's kind of controversial because like I think my um ranking for like how iconic these names are would be very very different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like if I ranked them like based whatever. Yeah. Okay. So I did number ten was George Washington. Okay. Nine is worked. Eight is Benjamin Franklin. Seven is Jason Funderburker. Mm -hmm. Six is Greg Jr. And this is where I start to like these names. Okay. Five is Kitty. Four is Mr. President. <laughs> and then my top three, number three is Skipper. Two is Ronald. And one is Dr. Cucumber. <laughs> I think that'd be so fun to have Honestly. a frog named Dr. Cucumber, but a second Ronald. Just like Ronald the normal frog. name <laughs> for a frog. And like number three, Skipper. Like that's such a good name for a frog. He's hopping around. Totally, He's like skipping on the water. Totally. And honestly, our rankings are not that different. No, they really aren't. Love. I am obsessed with that. I Hon- think we both need to get multiple frogs and just name them these things. Absolutely. After over, it makes sense. I also want to hear what other people had for their favorite yes, frog. I'm kind names. of obsessed with that. So let us know. Please write <laughs> into us. No, um, yeah, you're so right. Having a cat named Mr. President iconic. <laughs> and there's a difference between Mr. President and George Washington. I do not want a cat named George Washington. I do want a cat named Mr. President. Definitely. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our best. So tell me what, yeah, your number three favorite episode in Over the Garden Wall is, Tyler. My number three is Schooltown Follies. Duh. 
Yeah, Miss Langtree is an icon. I love her. Mm-hmm. I can, I know I talk about her all the time, but I don't think that does a good enough job of summing up how much I love Miss Langtree. I don't think most of you also know Tyler in real life and truly <laughs> how often he quotes Miss Langtree, how often he like sings her song in real life. So I am, I am so obsessed with her. Yeah. <laughs> like she's an icon. And I mean, like, honestly, that's the only reason that I love this episode. Mm-hmm. Um this episode is like what hooks me to like keep watching, to be honest. Um, it's the first episode where I was very much like, oh, I'm interested. The first episode, I was like, okay, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. But this is the episode where I was like, okay, I want to know what's happening after this. Like, totally. what are what's going on after this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Potatoes and Molasses, yeah, like, it's not, it's the iconic song of the series. When you ask someone, like, what's the best song from... Over the garden wall, everyone is going to say potatoes and molasses, Mm -hmm. but fight me, Langtree Lament is the singular best Mm -hmm. piece of media to come out of this. (laughs) What is your number three? My number three was Babes in the Woods. Ooh. And honestly, I feel like on a similar level of maybe not obsession, but um, (laughs) I I talked about this in this episode, but... um, I am a sucker for old movie references in any kind of media. I love how much of a hero Greg is in the whole episode. And I mentioned that he is my favorite character in this series. Mm -hmm. And I just think the references to old cinematography and the editing is top notch. I also love the colors. I love the world building. Mm -hmm. I love what it means. Um, So yeah, that's my number three. Beautiful. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Okay, so we're getting down to it. Tell me what your number two was, Tyler. Yeah, my number two was The Unknown, which (gasps) is the 10th episode. Ooh, Say um, more. <laughs> it is so hard to finish a piece of media in a good way. And Ooh, I think that's a good point. this episode just does that so perfectly. Yes. Like it perfectly wraps up what an incredible mini series this is. Mm-hmm. And it does such a great job at just tying up all those. I love the epilogue. It's so cute. I love everything that has to do with the beast. Like it is so dark and interesting to learn about that. Wirt's character completion, Greg's like incredible sacrifice that is just so sad and how he still remains himself to the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Like even he's struggling, he's dying. There's mm-hmm. like a tree going around him and like they're so worried about him. Oh no, there's leaves growing inside of him. Mm-hmm. No, I was just eating leaves. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like it's so stupid and so cute. And even where he's like telling Greg about something and he goes, that's a rock fact. You know, like he's still staying himself. Yep. And I love that for him. Um, I think everything with the woodsman is very interesting. I love Beatrice and how she is accepting her mm-hmm. own responsibilities. I already talked about the epilogue. I, I just, I love this episode. Yeah. It's a really great job. Yeah. I think what you said about how it's hard for TV shows to have a good closing is mm-hmm. absolutely true. And I think, your explanation for why it's your number two makes absolute perfect sense to me. Well, tell me what your number two was. So my number two was Songs of the Dark Lantern. Obsessed with that. Okay. Um, yeah, Lover, Sing Us Your Love Song is iconic. Yeah, <laughs> Sing Us Your Love Song. Nailed it. Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, like... I think the reasons why certain episodes are my favorite over others absolutely have to do with the kind of world building that they can do in a 10-minute episode. And again, this 
part of the world in the unknown feels very developed to me. It's funny. It is also quotable. And again, it has references to old movies. Mm -hmm. I also think that this might be one of my favorite scenes mirrored in the epilogue and the prologue, Mm -hmm. you know, because I didn't talk about this in our series wrap up or in the episode where we talked about songs of the dark lantern. But, you know, I always think about like, okay, are the toys the actual figures who are toys that come to life or are they what the toy maker is making because it's the environment that he's in. I mean, because we do see how like this little toy fairy is the fairy that they traveled on for. It's like this mystical element to it. Totally, totally. But overall, I think this episode might be the one that makes me laugh the most. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's my number two. Love the Betty Boop character. Yeah. Her song is constantly stuck in my head. I was going to say, that might be your number two favorite song from the series. Yeah, I sing that all the time. It's it's bad. Um, Nice to horse your acquaintance. So funny. What does that mean? It's so funny. I love it. I'm obsessed (laughs) with it. Okay. Here we go. Number one favorite, and I'm sure this will not come as a surprise to anyone, is Into the Unknown, the ninth flashback episode. Okay. Yeah. I I really did not know what you were going to pick, but I love that that is your favorite. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, it's Wirt, my boy. Like, (laughs) I I love Wirt. I love him so much. It's Wirt, my boy. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I love it. Okay. I mean, like, and on a selfish note, like, it's bittersweet because, like, it is so nice to see, like, social anxiety represented in media in a way that feels just very, very realistic. Mm -hmm. Like, it's sweet because, like, I connect to work so much on this level. Like, Mm -hmm. as we've talked about, you know, like, I struggle with that. All of the time. Like, literally, I just went out with a friend last night, and I had a great time, and then I woke up this morning, and I was like, oh, my God, he hates me. (laughs) Tyler, (laughs) I also, yeah. Okay, I also have to say that we are having a party this weekend, Mm -hmm. and I have had, like, five different people say, and Tyler's going to be there, right? Oh, shut up. I'm not kidding. (laughs) And, like, I know that this is on the podcast, and, like, I just... Mm, I love you so much. We've been friends for a long time. I love that we're doing this together. And like the fact that this is something that you are being open about and you don't cross your arms like that. I feel so uncomfy. No, don't because it's real. And like, I love, I love what you were saying about the depiction of social anxiety being real and how it's relatable to you. Because honestly, like this show is created, like it's target audience is children, Mm -hmm. right? But like, of course it's made for everybody. And Mm -hmm. like, I think what you're naming as it being an important representation and a point of growth is like super gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Also, I love you. Thank you. (laughs) No, and I think that's, I mean, like that only further proves my point of why this episode is amazing because it's like, even though I feel that way, like in my head, I know that's not true. Mm -hmm. You know, like even though I feel like, oh my God, my friends hate me. No one likes me, yada, yada, yada. I know like that's not true. I have friends. Mm -hmm. Like people enjoy hanging out with me. And they show that in this episode too. Wirt feels so anxious, but every time he interacts with someone, they enjoy his presence. They love having him around. Mm -hmm. And like, oh God, I love Wirt. I love you, Wirt. I love my boy. I love what he's going through. Um, (laughs) I completely relate to this. And it just means, it means... So, so much to me. Yeah. So, this is my bestest, favoritest episode. Oh, I love that. Very Please, sweet. I'm passing this off now. Please tell me what your number one favorite episode was. I am very excited. I have n- 
truly no idea. (laughs) So, okay. Are you guys ready for a plot twist? No. One of Tyler's least favorite episodes is my very favorite. It is Hard Times at the Huskin B. Oh, God. I should have seen that coming. You were obsessed with that episode when we were first talking about it. You were like, you were so mad that I gave that a seven. Yes. And then you even (laughs) said in that episode, like, this might be my favorite one of the series. I did say that. I should have seen that coming. I'm so sorry. Oh, don't be. Why are you sorry? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Like I said, What I love most about this episode is the dimension of the world building, not only what's built in this episode, but the prologue and the epilogue, right? So I think what I love most about it is it just hits all of the fall chord notes. It's like, I don't know, it makes me feel wrapped up in a blanket, right? And that's just like the design of it all. Um, But... It's the episode that pulled me into this show initially. It's the one that reminds me most of Fall. But again, going back to the world building, I love that it's a little like colonial, Mm -hmm. like, you know, East Coast, whatever thing that's ruled by a cat who is bringing. I'm so obsessed with that. (laughs) Who is like helping people like come back from the dead. And Mm -hmm. it's all this like beautiful harvest celebration. And like, I love the way that the characters move through the world of the unknown in this episode. And I just, it's what pulls me in. Mm -hmm. This gives off very like cult, like midsummer kind of vibes. Totally. But like in a comforting way. Well, I mean, it turns out to be, right, like the scene where or not the scene, the shot where, like, it's looking over the field and Enoch is there and everyone's dancing around and he goes, what a wonderful harvest. Mm-hmm. I love that part. I think it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. This and makes like, me want to go through a corn maze, you know? <laughs> <laughs> totally. I just, you know, what I, like I said, what I absolutely love about this show is its ability to do astonishing world building in just 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we can both agree on. So mm-hmm. with all of our rankings, this is, like, clearly tied to like our own personal experiences um mm-hmm. but we love over the garden wall and yes. you do too because that's I why do. you're listening I to it i am obsessed with this <laughs> yeah um yeah i was going to point out i was just thinking about this um every single episode either made like one of our lists <gasps> you know yeah. there was not an episode that missed anywhere wow yeah that's true mm-hmm. just Every every single episode is memorable in totally. one way or another. And you I'm know? Sh- yeah, anybody who I think would rank them like this would probably find the same thing. Yeah. But that's all just to say there's something for everybody mm-hmm. in the I unknown. Agree. Oh my god, <laughs> what a great way to end it. Oh my god, I can't believe we're done. I know. <laughs> That's all we have for this episode. A huge thank you goes out to producer and audio engineer Aaron Bogan, along with their production company, Sonavent Productions, and AA Watermelons on Twitter, who made our cover art. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find us. Don't forget to tell a friend about the show or share the show if you like it. Please feel free to reach out to us. Our email is keyframereframe at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram, both at keyframereframe. I'm Tyler Strandberg, the host, creator, and head writer of this show. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, both at TylerJohn7. That's T-Y-L-E-R-J-O-N and the number seven. I'm Emma Meyer, the co-host of this show. You can follow me on Instagram at Emma Lee Meyer. 
That's E-M-M-A-L-E-I-G-H-M-Y-H-R-E. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.